I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to Healthy Mind Matters, brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare on KSL News Radio. Thanks for joining us for Healthy Mind Matters. I'm Maria Shaleos. With me today, Dr. Jennifer Plum, the medical director for Utah Naloxone, and Megan West, the program manager at the Division of Substance Abuse and Mental Health. Dr. Plum, I know that there are people who have been listening today and they think, I don't know how to do this. It makes me nervous. How easy is it to use naloxone? And it is a bit terrifying if you're ever in that situation. I, I will admit, I uh, came across someone on the street, um, not in my role as a physician, but in my role as a mom taking my son to a video class he was taking. And it's it's scary. You, you're watching someone in front of you look terrible, and you want to not hurt them while you're trying to help them. I will tell you, when someone is overdosing on an opioid, it looks very scary. They, five things I teach people. They're not talking, they're not responding. So this is not someone that is sounding really slow or out of it. This person is out cold in front of you. And then I tell people to look at their eyes, their lips, and their lungs. So the eyes, when you have an opioid in your system, when you're overdosed on an opioid as well, you get these tiny pinpoint pupils. You know how we've all done the open our eyes, close our eyes, open our eyes, close our eyes since we're kids and you see the pupil go big, little, big, little. Well, when someone's overdosed on an opioid, it is a little tiny fleck of pepper pupil in the eye. Their lips will get gray, blue. And because when you overdose on an opioid, what happens is you're not breathing. Their lungs will be not moving at all. Their chest not moving at all or barely moving or this little bit of awful sounding snoring kind of breathing they'll be doing. So not talking, not moving, look at their eyes, their lips, and their lungs. Those are the signs. How easy is it to use? Well, there are different forms. There's a nasal form, there's an injectable form that is a vial and some needles. And it is, the thought of it, a little bit scary, but it is really not difficult. I can tell you I've had a 14-year-old revive her mom I've had 80-plus-year-olds uh, revive their um, most beloved spouse. Uh, I've had people, uh, you know, community outreach workers, folks that have never had to hold a syringe in their hand before with just watching a three-minute video and asking a few questions if they ever have them, step in at that time. So it is. It's a little intimidating. It is a little scary perhaps but it is doable and we can absolutely help anyone get the comfort that they need to be prepared. <laughs> Megan let's talk for a minute about where someone would get 
all of these things. You mentioned it once before earlier in the show, but I think it's important to let people know that it's pretty available. It is. And you can get it um, at Eugene Naloxone. They have a clinic you can go by. You can call them. You can go to their website. You can visit the Division of Substance Abuse and Mental Health website. We can help you find it. Or we have community partners throughout all of the communities. Local health authorities have them. And those are distributed through the state health department. Public safety has them. Pharmacies have them. You can go to the libraries and get them. You know, some of the communities... Uh, local EMS, so Lehigh, Murray, Salt Lake City Fire, West Jordan, South Jordan, uh, Mountain West in Tooele. There's some of the EMS agencies. Um, And sometimes people, frankly, you know, if they're just not comfortable going somewhere, call us, email us. We will train you over the phone and mail a kit to you. I mean, it's just that important to us that anyone who thinks they need to be equipped is equipped. What if someone is afraid? What do you tell that person who's afraid? I mean, is this a, is this safe? That's a great point. It is so safe. And that's the reason we can get it out there so broadly. You know, sometimes people will ask me, well, why aren't you giving away free insulin? Why aren't you giving away free epinephrine, EpiPens? Um, and those are both also very crucial, very important life-saving medications. But they're also two substances that if they're given wrong or given in the wrong instance can absolutely hurt if not kill someone. Naloxone does not fall into that category. Naloxone is a medication that does one thing. The only thing it does is reverse an opioid overdose. So you can't get Yeah. Will you explain how it does that? Yeah, sure. I'll add that to it for sure. So it does the one thing. You can't get high with it. You cannot relieve pain with it. You cannot become dependent or addicted on it. You cannot overdose on it. So if you were in a situation where you thought someone might be overdosing on an opioid and you gave them naloxone, you may save their life if it is an opioid overdose. But if it turns out it's a head injury or a stroke or a heart attack or a diabetic problem, some other medical problem and you give them naloxone, you will not hurt them. And that's part of why we can get this out so broadly is that people with a bit of education and you know good faith that they're doing the right thing can save a life but can also not hurt anyone. And the way that it does that, so naloxone is what we call a pure opioid antagonist. Big scientific word that means it blocks the opioids in your brain. If you have opioids on the receptors in your brain and you have too many of them on there, you stop breathing or you slow down your breathing to a really dangerous level. And all naloxone does, if you get it to someone in time, is it kicks those opioids off the receptor. Again, that's its only job. Kicks those opioids off the receptor, does not trigger the get high or relieve pain part and start somebody breathing again. It's as simple as that. So people can feel And that's a great point. People can feel safe that even though they're not medically trained, if they recognize those couple few signs and symptoms, they can save a life. And if it just so happens they're wrong, they're never going to hurt somebody. And if the idea of using a needle on someone that you love or that you don't know freaks you out, we have the nasal option available that you Just make sure their nasal passage is clear and put it up there and it's one squirt 
and is just as effective. And we have training on that on the Utah Department of Health website. So there's options, which makes it even easier. Oh, for sure. And also people are afraid of needles, but I think it's important for them to acknowledge too that in that moment, while the thought of it sounds like a lot, I have not once to hear in five years of doing this in over 4,000 reports, anyone saying, I couldn't figure out the needle or I couldn't bring myself to use the needle in that moment. When you are in that moment, people will rise to the occasion and we need to empower people to be willing to do that because yeah. because it is the medical gold standard and it really is okay. It's a needle that goes right through clothing, that goes right into a big muscle like an arm, a thigh or a butt. So you don't have to worry that, you know, you're going to be needing to get somebody's clothes off or something like that. It's really okay. And thousands of people across the state have risen to the occasion when they needed to. The person won't feel the needle. You know, it's just as effective. Thank you so much to both of you for getting out this very important information. A couple of resources for our listeners as well. A couple of easy ones to remember. UtahNaloxone.org if you need more information or naloxone.utah.gov. And thanks again to both of you.